Oh, Betty. Hello, my Ruddles potato chips. This is your Spinal Tap Water host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his soggy, froggy, bottom legs boys cast Beware the Donated Mango. Today's donated show comes to us courtesy of David St. Dennis, a guy I've known since first grade who has kicked in ridiculous chunks of money to the mango every year since the first Mucho Mango Mayo. He's one of the reasons this show has lasted as long as it has. If only this podcast could show me shaking my fist at you, Dave. Little D is the only mango fan who saw the mango live show back in our school days when it was just known as as my life. Today's story is all about the bounty of choices we never offer ourselves, like the choice between the dark side and the not light side. If you discover someone has stolen your light, it's probably because you've spent too much time looking, and the best suggestion I could offer you is that the eyes have it. The Eyes Have It by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Well, it was election season, and the American people had boiled the dozen or so least desirable people who volunteered to be the boss of everything down to the two people who were hated the most, Karen Carpenter Ant and Casserole Elliot. Carpenter Ant got the anti-intellectual ball rolling by explaining that everything was shit, but if we elected her, we could somehow survive. How was Elliot supposed to follow that? She decided to sell the people on the fact that there was no chance of survival, but we would go down swinging at something which we all hated. The American people were immediately divided and understood that there can only ever be two things, the thing they believed and the other thing, which is not necessarily the opposite. Carpenter Ant promised to stab everyone in the eye with a military-grade olive fork. Her poll numbers went up immediately. Sure, there were Elliot supporters who said a thing like that would be bad, but Carpenter Ant then held a press conference to explain that in the Bible or something, it says the one-eyed man is king, so she would make sure everyone in America was a king. Even people from Queens. Hell, even people from Staten Island. Casserole Elliot's campaign promised to do her one better by breaking everyone's arm. That was better because arm bones can heal and you can break them again. Try poking your eye out twice, smarties. Well, okay, that was a bad example since there were two of them. Same with poking your nostril out twice. But try stabbing your eye out three times. There were only a few people on Earth who could do that and... A lot of those weren't even Americans. Meanwhile, an Elliot administration offered to put you in traction for life. There were, of course, the loony third-party candidates who suggested no bone-breaking or eye-poking, but you would be an asshole to throw your vote away on them. Besides, voting for them would be like voting for the other side. The one which wasn't the side that the person complaining at the moment was on, I mean. It was, in fact, such a good argument that once Carpenter Ant inched ahead in the polls, most of Elliot's supporters convinced themselves that all 47% of them were obviously throwing away their votes, too. They immediately switched sides, and Carpenter Ant won by a landslide. The victors laughed heartily at the stupid idiot cucumber morons who held out for Elliot, because there was nothing stupider, Tomato, than throwing your vote away. Then everyone lined up for their enthusiastic eye-stabbings while they bragged to their local newsish segment entertainer reporters that the system works. Everyone was able to vote on one of the handful of choices presented to them. By... someone. The best thing was you could always count on a peaceful transfer of power. They decried the violent wingnuts who wanted to overthrow the government, and then they went to see the latest Star Wars movie, during which, in a surprise twist, Rebels blew up a Death Star. 
If this story pulled you hard, you can impeach it and other Georgian fruits at the website of the Sailor's Delight, BeWithTheHairyMango.com. Vomit daintily on the comments for this post, or Travis email me and we'll compliment Mr. Tritt on his lovely short-sleeved collarless shirt at Matthew at BeWithTheHairyMango.com, or finally come out and expose this podcast for what it is at BeWithTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we ran out of bridges to burn, the SF and SF signal used to stand for second fiddle, which is what Nero had to play once his first fiddle caught fire. You don't want to hear the story about his second wife. The outlook wasn't brilliant for the Mudville 9 that day. The score stood 4-2 with but one inning more to play. And then when Cooney followed me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity, the entire team said fuck this, walked off the field, and began selling life insurance. Even starting that late into the season, they met their quarterly goals, so it turned out pretty well. I promise you that all the dollars in the world won't buy you one more episode of this show, but considering how many promises I've broken to you over the years, it might be wise to give me all the dollars in the world through the donate button on the homepage just in case. This podcast needles you relentfully in the hopes that you'll give up on trying to find its fellow needles in your mad campaign that's upsetting haystacks everywhere, as it explains if you need access to a needle that urgently, there's a drugstore right across the street. Right there. Behind all the haystacks. Next to the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. And David St. Dennis can do whatever he likes with it. So there. Until the moon hits your eye and the earth is subsequently destroyed, like a big pizza pie, which has just been destroyed, this will leave in your mouth the body odor-like aftertaste of Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you, your ass is grass and I am not the lawnmower. I'm more of the fertilizer. I like a nice, lush, green ass. In fact, I'm getting worked up right now just thinking about it. This is why back in high school they used to call me the weed whacker. Good night. <laughs>